Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to Live It with Jake Sullivan. I just want to take a minute and um, ask you guys if you have been enjoying the show, if you guys have been liking what you've been hearing, if you want to hear from certain guests or hear certain topics discussed, um, please leave us a comment and then also leave us a five-star review. It really does help um, the process of the podcast. Um, and we really do appreciate your feedback. So please take the time to do that. It, uh, we really appreciate it. We love you guys, and thanks for listening. You know what just ran through my head while we were, while I was listening to this? What ran through your head, Sam? Um, I f- what if we did like a series on like dating, but we did it like super serious? Because you're dating? Well, no. Well, well you want a date? No. <laughs> you got a date? No, I <laughs> I got a date. I don't need I gotta, a date. I hopefully have more than a date at this point. <laughs> 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 Yes, Jake. yes, it might be taking a step forward. I don't know why I thought that. It just can't. It just popped, popped up in my head. head. But I feel like so many churches and podcasts and stuff are doing dating stuff. So like, well, on the we other don't want to be like, like everyone I know, that's, else. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying like, would it just be like white noise at this point if we did something like that? Probably, uh, maybe. I maybe. don't know. Maybe I don't know. comment. Give us maybe, your thoughts. Maybe we'll do like, yeah, comment, guys, if you want to hear about dating from the 20 year old Sam Fisher and the 23 year old Jake Sullivan. <laughs> Who's <laughs> only had two girlfriends in his entire life. <laughs> yeah. One girlfriend through high school, and then I met my current girlfriend slash wife <laughs> in college. Beautiful. And dated her all the way through college and then got married. And Amazing. What, Amazing. What, what would it be this year? It'd be 16 years here in two weeks. Wow. Yes. Well, congratulations. That's I good. I know. We may not be going anywhere because of COVID-19. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that really sucks. You know, COVID-19 has really, um, for those of you who know, and those of you who even don't know, COVID-19 has really negatively affected a lot of things, a lot of businesses, a lot of ventures, a lot of personal things that we would like to get out and do, but we can't. Um, for but me, that, personally, yeah. it has really negatively affected i'm waiting for a certain delivery cough cough an engagement ring to arrive at my door from a certain place it's okay give it away hopefully she doesn't listen to our podcast i mean i mean if she does i give it away she might might give it away no no i've loved i've actually loved and i say this with with as much respect as possible because i know people are hurting but I've really enjoyed this season. It's just been such a change of pace for me. I think you've said it every single and episode, actually, well, since COVID-19. The started. other thing I've been thinking about, right, like, is there are seasons good. where we can innovate. And those who can innovate are going to find a way to succeed mm-hmm. in these seasons. Mm-hmm. And those who want to go back to what it used to be yeah. will be the ones that struggle. So I've been really seeking the Lord, like, mm. how do you want me to innovate? in this season with the gifts and the talents and the things that you have given me. Right. I think there's a there's a good like point to be made where you're kind of like sitting and waiting for this thing to blow over and doing what you can. 
but even sitting and waiting can become like un really unhealthy. And a lot of people that I've even talked to have gotten into, you know, have found themselves getting into like bad habits and all that kind of stuff, which is, I mean, understandable because that happens and, and it happens to the best of us. But like even somebody that I was talking to, like, <clears throat> you know, found themselves like staying up through the, uh, like, through all of the night watching TV shows, falling asleep at 7 a.m., then waking up at like, you know, 3 or 4 p.m. and kind of doing that. And I'm like, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's literally a completely flipped sleep cycle. And yeah. like, and just because of like what's going on and stuff. So, I mean, you know, I don't know. you know, what's, you know what's helped, me, helped me during the season is, is every year I try to write down six or seven goals that I have for the year. Ooh, yeah, Here are the good. things I want to accomplish. And, and it was actually this year, it was all based around this idea of Habakkuk 2.2, where, where it says, write the vision, make it plain on tablets, so he may run who reads it. Mm. For still the vision awaits at the point of time, it hastens to the end, it will not lie, it seems slow, but wait for it, it will surely come, it will not delay. And so at the beginning of 2020, I wrote down these seven goals that are on my in my office wall. And with that particular scripture, this idea of writing down your vision and what do you want to get accomplished. And and so there were certain things on that list. Like one of them was getting a podcast started. You mm. know, in January 1, 2020, we didn't have a podcast. And yeah, but thing, like January 15th was like the launch of Live It. I know. It was like something like right in the middle of January. I, I know. That's super it's, awesome. It, it's been so cool. And, and um, so I had these goals. So every day I say, okay, where am I at on those things? One of those was to take the content that we have this year for high school ministry and write it, put it in a book format. Mm -hmm. Well, the book, it, it's done. It's written. The transcript is written. Right. Right. And um, That's so just awesome. keeping my mind focused mm -hmm. on, okay, what are, what are some of those goals that I, I can continue to accomplish? And I think that might help people too. And then I have times where I just veg out and, mm. you know, on Monday night, no, Saturday nights, Criminal Minds. Probably which is not completely the most, okay. Most appropriate it's absolutely show okay for to Christians to be watching. Criminal but Minds. I love the engagement mentally of Criminal Minds. So right. I'll watch like. I and mean, that's what I'm trying to say is like, I, those things are okay. That's absolutely okay. I mean, all things in moderation, right? Yes. Like we, we all you don't want we, it to be a daily habit. Right, right, exactly. Well, I mean, as to as per your point before, like we've started this podcast, it's gotten some good momentum. If you're listening right now, seriously, pause it. I'm telling you right now to pause it and share it on like your Instagram story. Just this episode, like share this episode on your Instagram story. People can see that it exists yep. and it'll kind of get this momentum going. And it's actually stuff like that. That's actually really helps this thing going. So do So if you're listening again, pause, share this up onto your Instagram story and then come back and finish listening. Yeah. You so know, and, and, and who knows where this thing's going to go? Exactly. I was listening to Stephen Furtick at, Ele at Elevation Church and he had a little Instagram deal. He was on a podcast this week, but he talked about the, the ability to pivot mm. and where you change direction, but you really don't move anywhere. And that ability to pivot, and, and he was going on and on and on. But they were talking about seven years ago. I mean, they have one of the most robust online ministries in, in the United States and how they started that seven years ago. Like, yeah, we'll video it. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll you know, And it was just like they just, they just kind of went as the Lord led and now he's talking oh, yeah. about in this particular time how important it was for everything he was doing seven years ago, and he didn't even know why right. he was doing it seven years ago. Thinking about it, seven years is like, it, it's such a short time, but it can be such a long time. Yeah. 
Like, think about it. That's that's your years from being 14 years old, just in high school, to the year before you graduate college. Yeah. Like, think about it. it. That crazy. seems like a long time, but ultimately, like, that's it kind of a so short fast. time. It yeah. goes by so fast. Like, from the time you turn 21 and you're about to graduate college, that's, like, right before you have your first kid. Or, like, you're having your second kid. Or something like that. Yeah. Like That's an in, intense time span where a lot of things can happen. And like, as we'll even talk about today on this podcast, um, in the past seven years of my life, past seven years of your life, um, a lot has happened. A lot of things have happened (laughs) where the Lord has used the things he's blessed us with to forward the motion of the gospel, to forward the motion and the movement of his kingdom. And that's kind of what we're going into today a little bit, isn't that? Yeah, yeah, and we're we're kind of in this series called... um our talent, his glory. And then how do we have different gifts, different talents, different passions, and ultimately use them to point others to Christ? Right. And and last week it was awesome having Brad Davison from the University of Wisconsin. Love that guy. Uh, oh, he's he, he's Dude, amazing. Baller beast. Yeah. Baller beast, bro. Yeah. He's, and, and, and he loves the Lord, but he's using his gifts and talents for sports, ultimately for God's glory. Mm-hmm. And and I think, I think the question becomes, and, and I've really been wrestling with it lately, is is how do we think about evangelism it, with regards to how it relates to our gifts, talents, and passions? Right. Yeah. And we've just launched something here at, at, mm. at Grace Church called Go 2020. We're not at Grace Church. So it's a worldwide movement. But right. the idea, and, and if you want to check it out, you can go to go2020.world. Go2020.us. Oh, wait. Or is it dot .world? Well, dot .world will one. give you the whole world platform. Oh, okay, and you can select bad. a country from there. Or Disregard you go, what I said. But you could go to go2020.us and see the United States one. But their, their frame behind this whole ministry and this movement is a month of evangelism in May of 2020, which is where we're at now. Every believer is a witness. Together we can reach 1 billion people with the gospel in May 2020. So if every Christian is actively evangelizing, uh, we could reach one billion people with the good news of the gospel. If we shared with one person. If we shared with one If person, we, yeah. in the month of May, go out of our way to share the gospel with one person, we can reach seven billion, no, sorry, one billion people. That's crazy to think about because if we just did share the gospel with one person a month, personally, I believe we should be doing way more than that. And going out of but just thinking about it, if we did if we did one person a month for seven months, that's like the whole world. Yeah, well, but I think I think evangelism for the normal Christian and and Christ follower, evangelism is a really scary word. Well, yeah, right. Like it it, it can breed uncomfortableness. It can breed the awkward. You know, it can breed silence. It can breed tension. It, it can breed a lot of things. And I think. A lot of us, we don't know how to think about evangelism because in the church, we often use the word evangelism as go tell someone about Jesus. Yes, yes, but how does God go about positioning us to tell someone about Jesus? Mm. And, and that's what I really want to take today's conversation um, with us is, is as we think about our talent, his glory, how does God use our gifts and our talents our passions to set a vision for the sake of his glory. And I was, I was sharing, and Sam's looking up something right now, but I was, I was sharing, I was sharing this story with Sam today as I was thinking about his transition here. And you maybe can speak on it too a little bit, Sam is Sam has a gift for music Mm. and the ability to sing. And, And that gift and that passion opened up a door to perform at one of our retreats about two years ago. And was it two years ago? 
It yeah, was about 18 it, months ago, 20 months ago. Yeah, yeah. And, like and, and so he jumped yep. at that opportunity because he had a passion for music. And obviously he loved the Lord, but he had a, but God opened the door. We needed a part-time worship leader within our student ministry, so we hired him because of his ability to perform and what he did at the retreat. So we hire him. In, in hiring him, he meets a guy named David Cho. David Cho introduces him to Vision School. Vision School introduces him to the country of Turkey. And in the country of Turkey, he was able to do you know, two weeks of evangelism. Right. Right, like yeah. you didn't set out to do evangelism. You set out to pursue your passion, your talent, your your skills that God has blessed you with. Yeah, and then God positioned you for evangelism. Mm. That's a really interesting point, and and I think where a lot of people go wrong is they start to believe that they have to have a specific skill set, like like Billy Graham or like Joel Osteen or something like that <laughs> to be Joel. able to, to be Joel Osteen. <laughs> I'm sorry, we are not for. Prosperity gospel, but yes. Oh, ahead. well, you know what I'm saying? Like to be able to publicly speak super well yeah. and like deliver yeah, yeah. a message yes. so clear and concise and so like well specifically. Like I'm not saying that everybody's doctrine yeah. is, you know, completely 100% correct. The ability correct. to communicate, yes. Right, right, right. But it's that skill set that I'm talking about and that they have to have that in order to quote unquote be an evangelist. Yeah. But I'm telling you that that's not Right. And I mean, I would also consider myself an evangelist. And here's why. Because I have had and still have the opportunity to share my faith with someone who may know, may not know, whatever, um, in a relational way, in a deep way, and in an understanding way. And also in a graceful way. like. But with the whole thing with Turkey is, yeah, so like all these doors opened up one by one. It was just kind of like one step at a time. The Lord led me one step at a time, holding my hand. Yes is a yes. No is a no. You know, praying about where the Lord wants me to go until, until he finally brings me to this point where I am on the southeastern end of Turkey um, we were, you know, at first we started in the, um, in the city of Istanbul, flew down like a two hour flight or what would have been a 14 hour bus ride or car ride or whatever to the Southeastern end of Turkey. Not going to say exactly what, what cities or provinces or whatever, but we were there and I find myself like just standing in the middle of like this really kind of broken down part of a little village town thing. Um, most people aren't working. There are refugees and homeless people everywhere. And I'm with two other people and we're just walking. We don't know the language. We don't know the geography. We have no idea even where our next place of rest or when our next meal is going to be. And we're just like, okay, Lord, where do you want us? But how he got you there exactly. is always the thing that amazes me when we think about our gifts and talents. Like, you weren't setting out, when you came to that retreat, you weren't setting out to go evangelize in Turkey. No, absolutely not. Amongst and the even like, people. Even the idea of, like, going on a mission trip, period, was, like, something where I was like, nah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a missions guy. Like, I'm not a missionary. That's for the other guy, you know, like, that kind of thing. Yeah. 
But no, like God had something totally different in, in store and in mind. Well, I think we got to see that a little bit last week with Brad, and, I, and I've got obviously a very unique relationship with Brad Davison. But I, every day I, I look at his Instagram, but he's been doing a Bible study with athletes at the University of Wisconsin every Monday night via Zoom, and they'll get anywhere from 25 to 35 athletes. Mm, well, he yeah. didn't go to the University of Wisconsin to lead a Bible study. He went to the University of Wisconsin because he had a Division I scholarship to play basketball. Mm-hmm. And then as he was there, God used, right, like his heart for Christ, but he used his gift and talents to position Brad to evangelize amongst mm-hmm. the athletes at the University of Wisconsin. Yeah. Right? I think he, and I think God does it all the time. We think about Peter, right, he had a unique gift being a fisherman. We think about Luke and mm-hmm. Acts, the writer of the book of Acts, you know, being the only Gentile writer. That was a unique characteristic of him. Yep. Um, being a doctor and being detailed in his desire to heal, who better... To, to demonstrate and to bring the gospel to Gentiles, you know, through his writing. So it's, it's, it's how we think. I, I really want us to start thinking about how we think about evangelism. Right. And because I think evangelism becomes so intimidating. You know, how, how has God gifted you? And how can you use your gifts ultimately for his glory? Right. Right. And I, and I, think, that, I think that's the story of you mm-hmm. using your gifts. And God right. did the positioning. And right. And positioning you for evangelism. Right. And I think through this, we just kind of want to open up a new door and a new idea and a new thought process of what you as the listeners and as believers, um, or, or even non- non-believers, what you believe evangelism means. Like, mm-hmm. what is that? When you think of the word evangelism, where does your mind go? And then also, h- how is this different? And, and what what does the Lord actually mean? How does the Lord want to position us for that? I think you I think you like hammered that on the head really good. Well, and, so, and, and he did. You know, he's done it with me yeah. over and over and over. As, as much as I've tried to run away from the game of basketball, he continues to bring me back to that right. place because it is the door opener that God has cho- chosen to use to position me for evangelism. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I never dreamt about going into the country of Chad, Africa. And doing ministry work, let alone helping to plant a church or, yeah. or reaching athletes for Christ. Like, it was never even on my radar, but basketball began to position me and opened up doors of opportunity that before I knew it, my feet were in the country of Chad, Africa. One of my, one of my favorite Bible stories is, is 1 Samuel 16, yeah. where how did David get positioned to know King Saul? Well, he played the liar. He wasn't looking to be the next king of Israel. He wasn't setting out to display God's glory. He was like, okay, I'm going to be faithful. I'm a really, really good shepherd. And by caring for the sheep, he was actually given the skills in that place to defeat Goliath, right? And 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 so, like, all of how God uses gifts, talents, callings, our jobs, our vocations to position us for evangelism is equally as important as, oh, i got to go out today and share the gospel with someone. Mm, yeah. Let God do the work. Right. You be faithful with your gifts and talents. Right, exactly. And like so I, I kind of want to use a little bit of an example here too to kind of kind of put this even to a little bit more of a better visual. So my sister is actually stuck in Taiwan right now. During this season of COVID nineteen, she cannot get back. Mm. I mean, if she really wanted to, it would be like a three thousand dollar trip back. And I don't think anyone wants to do that. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Just to fly back, just to go back later, you know. Um, but I'm not going to get into that. She wants to go to school this later this year, but uh, in Taiwan. But 
here's a little bit of a backstory. My sister um, actually spent nine months in Taiwan uh, about two years back, and she was actually doing a mission trip slash internship slash working with a church kind of like job thing. And it was all just this mix where she was able to um, work. So she made money. But then also at the same time, she was learning Chinese. So she was schooling. And then also at the same time, she was um, evangelizing to troubled youths. And so there was all these things that the Lord was using her to be able to um, use her skill set to reach kids who, who were in need of hope. Yeah. Now, fast forward in this season where she is now stuck in Taiwan um, during this time of COVID-19. She ended up traveling there about three, four days before our shelter in place went up. Um, to visit a friend and then our shelter in place went up and the borders closed and she's like all of a sudden stuck in Taiwan and can't get back. <laughs> well, this has turned into about a about a two-month thing now. Yeah. She's been there for about two months, only meant to be there for two weeks. And so like she is staying with a friend and it has become kind of like a question of, all right, where does the Lord want me? Because she knew she either wanted to go to Taiwan or she wanted to go to the Middle East for like a year of missions. And now she's like realizing maybe the Lord really wants me here. And so she's been being able to use this yes. season that she's in to allow the Lord to speak to her about what are these skills that you want me to use? Well, she knows English. There's a lot of people there that want to learn English. So she's opening up the doors for people who want to learn English. Like she's just putting out like little ads on Facebook like, hey, I'll teach you English. Um, she doesn't really have a work visa at this point. So she's kind of like doing it for free. She's like, I'll yeah. teach you English. And then through this, she's been able to meet families and evangelize to them and share the gospel with them and spend time with these people. And so, like, through this whole thing, the Lord led her there. The Lord got her stuck there. She she has shelter. She has a place to stay. But now the door has been opened for the gospel to be shared with those yeah. who have never heard. It is. It, and it's. And I think it when we begin to understand how God works in that, and it is all throughout Scripture. Right. Right, from, from Genesis all the way to, to Revelation, God using different gifts and talents in people to position them for the act of evangelism. But I think so many times if we're like, oh my gosh, I got to evangelize. I didn't, I didn't share the gospel with anybody. Then you begin to feel guilty, and then the enemy begins to condemn you. And before you right. know it, you're just like, I don't even know if I'm, I'm cut out for this Jesus stuff. Mm. It's like, no, like, what are you passionate about? Right. What do you love to do? I, I had a student yesterday from Iowa um, so, and I don't even know who the student is, but messaged me on Instagram and said, okay, I'm spending all this time with my parents, and now, which is all great and stuff, but now they're grilling me on what the future of my life looks like. He's going to be a senior in high school. So they keep asking me, what are you going to do next? What are you going to do now? What, do you, what, what, do you, what are your goals? What are you going to study? And, and he's like, can, I, he, said, he was listening to some of my stuff on Instagram, some of my daily devotionals. He said, can you point me in a direction of some scripture to read? And I, and I didn't really know where to point him, but I, I sent him to, and, and this might help you guys that are listening as you think about this, Colossians 1.29. And, and here's what Paul is saying about his ministry that God has, has set him apart for to the church, and in particular within the realm of church planting. He said, For this I toil, struggling with all his energy that he powerfully works in me. So my advice to the student was, when you think about the different gifts and talents and passions you have, where does it seem like you have an endless amount of energy? Mm. Like where you wake up and you are so excited to go about doing that, 
that you're not tired, you're not counting down the hours so you get to go home, right? Where there's this, this energy that you can just feel Paul like toiling with all this energy that's in him to go plant churches. And, and that gifting and, and how God had set him apart for that. And I think as we begin to think about, well, what gives you that energy? What gets you excited? What gets you out of bed? You know, for me, one of the things that I, I've really le- began to learn about myself is, is I never loved the game of basketball. I loved the process of becoming an elite athlete. Mm. So I never actually fell in love with basketball. Those are my teammates are done playing, and they can't they, everywhere they can find a game, play pickup, whatever whatever they can do to be on a basketball court. If I never saw basketball again, I'd be completely content. I would have like no like oh my gosh I missed the game so much, but I loved the process it took me to become an elite athlete, and I love so I love building stuff. So whether that's us building out the Live It podcast or right. the studio that we're sitting in or building a student ministry or or thinking outside the box and, and, and putting our content into a book, building something new, that gives me an incredible amount of energy. Landscaping project at my house, right? I'm taking something that was full of weeds and building something new. That gives me energy. I can't wait to get home at 4.30 every day right. and work on that project. So I think as you think about those gifts and talents and passions, like how does God want to use me? What gives you this endless, boundless energy and excitement every day? And then allow God to drive that ship to lead you to evangelism. That's a really good thing that you would um, that you would bring up. Here's my thought. Not a whole lot of people can say that they're excited to um, to uh, landscape their house. So I applaud you for that, Jake. But I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not excited to landscape my house. I'm excited to see something come from nothing. Right, right. I know exactly what you mean. You know I'm what just I mean? giving you crap. No, I know, I'm giving you, know. you crap. But it's like, it's like the, the, the idea of building... Right. Yeah. It, 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 building something where no one, right. where where there is nothing, that mm. always gives me like right. this energy and this excitement to do right. it. And That's cool. It's even kind of like that idea of, um, like when you have a child, right, and you have a baby. You, let's say you your wife gives birth to a son, and you're like super excited because you're dreaming about like this child is going to grow up, and I'm imagining them like accepting Jesus as the Lord and Savior, and going out and like using the gifts that God has given them to build the kingdom and do awesome things. But it's it's not that sole fact. Well, I mean, it is that sole fact that gets you excited to care for that child yeah. and to pour into that relationship. But just the sole fact of waking up and changing a poopy diaper is probably not super exciting or, you know. Yeah, but, no, no, it is. It is what could be. Exactly. You know, it, it's exactly. been fun to see justice in this season. My son who who loves football and plays football, but he didn't know what he wanted to study in school. And all of a sudden, he's fallen, fallen in love with the stock market. Don't ask me why. And he's studying businesses, and he's texting me, and you should invest in this, and you should invest in that. And so I've been trying to encourage him, like, hey, maybe God is leading you. Maybe there's a passion there. Maybe when you go to the University of Iowa and you think you're going there to play football, God is really setting you up to study, you know, finances or to be a financial advisor and how you can build relationships through mm-hmm. that which ultimately can lead to the act of evangelism. It's really good. Yeah. But I think sometimes we over-spiritualize this idea of evangelism. And, oh, absolutely. And, yeah. and our passions and talents. Like, yeah. it's got to be something that is super spiritual. And it's right, like, well. Right. Like without, never mind. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say Continue what you're well, saying. Well, Peter, like, Peter <laughs> was just a fisherman, right? And, and David just used the liar. And we go all throughout scripture. Levi was a tax collector. They had normal jobs, 
that were actually the skill set for those or being a shepherd, those skill sets would actually position them really well for what God would have for them right. in the act of evangelism. Mm. Even the, even for Jesus to have access to a boat, I don't know whose boat he had for sure, but most likely Peter's boat. Peter had access to a boat as a fisherman. Mm. So this is even moving about in the area that Jesus was, that was a gift used for evangelism. It was just a stinking boat. Yeah. I think, I think as we think about evangelism and, and as we think about this whole Go 2020 movement, and, and again, go check it out, go2020.world. How is God leading you with your gifts, talents, and passions for the act of evangelism, not the act of evangelism alone? Right. Challenge that right. thought. That's good. What, what, what do you think, Sam, like when you think about your gifts, talents, and passions, mm-hmm. how, how do you think about those? Is it just music? Are there, are there other things that, okay, I'm really wrestling with, I'm really passionate about this or that, and, mm. and how God maybe can use that for the act of evangelism? I mean, I think about, I mean, one thing that I'm really passionate about is, like, I would say, like, like skateboarding. Like, mm. I really like yeah. it. I really yeah. love, I mean, I really love the thought of it, the idea of it, and just, like, researching different stuff and watching it and 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 like the act of doing it is so much fun and i mean i really like longboarding too specifically um skateboards i'm not really good at there i mean i'm not really good at doing the tricks i'm i mean i bet if i like tried hard at them i could probably get it but you know um but then when i think about i'm like okay how could the lord use skateboarding for evangelism and for the forwarding of his kingdom and stuff like that but then I think of, for those of you who are aware of who this is, I think of Zane Black and his yeah. ministry and all that kind of stuff. And how he's kind of used, like, his love for skateboarding and turned that into, like, a whole ministry. And um, if you guys want to look it up and, te- and check it out, go look up Zane Black Life Series on YouTube, and it'll be the first thing that pops up. And you'll see all about that kind of stuff. Um, but like there is such a need for evangelism and for the gospel, not even necessarily like mass evangelism, but just the sharing of hope in that skateboarding community. As you, when, when you think about them, it's like, like maybe they're the rebels of the earth or like they're the castaways or, you know, they're the people who don't really have very many friends who would just prefer to skate around or something like that. But first of all, that's not necessarily true. But second of all, they're, there's a specific community that needs yeah. the hope of Jesus Christ. And through that passion and that love, the Lord has been able to use that for the betterment of his kingdom. And so I think about that for myself. Like, I've got a lot of friends who I know who love to skateboard. Well, I can use that to meet them and say, hey, mm-hmm. why, do you want to just go longboarding around the neighborhoods and stuff? Just chat, whatever. Allow the Holy Spirit to work. Like, yeah. you know, I think... It, no, the Lord so, can use that. He can, and, and and I think it is so important for Christians right. to, to recognize, like, take your eyes off, if I can say that, the focus of evangelism. Hmm. Place it on how the Lord has gifted you. Right. Use exactly. that and allow him to position you for hmm. evangelism. Yeah. And I was thinking about, I want to... Uh, and I'm not, he's not, I almost said he's a good friend. He's not a good friend. I, I know him distantly, but is, is someone in our church named Josh Flum and, oh, yeah. and his wife, Lisa yep. Flum. And, and they have a gift for photography and filmmaking. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, and, they're, and they're doing a series right now that I've been kind of following online. And if you check it out on Facebook, it's Josh Flum or Flum Films, F L O M. 
and and Fulham Films, and it says passion meets small business, and they're just going behind the scenes with with people that have passions in different small business areas, and and they're filming them and just walking through them in this particular season, yeah. and really a lot of it is pointing back to the Lord, and right. but it's a gift. It's like okay, I'm really passionate about making movies. How do I do that for the glory of God? That's so good. I'm really passionate and, about basketball. How do I do that for the glory of and God? And even me, like I've been, I've been like, I've been starting to grow a passion for um, like digital creativity and like how can people create like um, really like visually, um, uh, like audibly, and mostly visual, visually and audibly, like appealing art. Mm. and and like what it is pointing to like what that kind of stimulates in your mind really spikes an interest in me and i love it and that's something that i've started to grow a passion for as we've kind of moved towards this um online platform during this season of COVID 19 um and but i mean other than next senior high yeah with our digital wednesday nights i've been really asking myself like lord and asking the lord really where do you want this to go and like how can i use this passion to allow you to position me for this season of life mm -hmm. and more specifically for sharing hope yeah and how can you how can you position me for that so like it, whatever that is for you guys um ask that question to the lord you know i mean it says in the word um until now that you have never you have never asked in my name ask and you shall receive yeah that your that your peace will be fulfilled so um and 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 i think that we can ask in the lord's name that he will show us why we are passionate for the things we're passionate about yeah and how he can use that for his glory yeah. and i think that when you listen to him when you are sensitive to the holy spirit and you ask god of these things that he will answer you in his due time yeah. well and and i think too getting comfortable in maybe not being known in it, right? Like, and, and Sam, you get the opportunity to be on, on this podcast, but let's, let's imagine you weren't. I have no idea how to operate any of this podcast equipment in here. I don't know how to produce <laughs> a podcast. True. I don't know how to upload a podcast. I don't know how it gets to Spotify and iTunes. Like, I know nothing about anything in this room, but Sam has the ability to produce it all and then release it all. And so though it looks like I'm the one out, out front maybe sharing the gospel, it's his production behind the scenes that is as valuable as my face being on a podcast or a video. And, and I think so, as you think about evangelism, you think about God using your gifts and talents, it's not just about, well, I got to be seen, I got to be seen. Mm. There are all kinds of people where the work of ministry can't get done without somebody that knows how to operate this whatever podcast whatever thing it's called. Our Roadcaster Pro. Roadcaster <laughs> Pro, right? Like, I don't even know what its name is. So I, I think as we think about that, here's one last thought is, as we kind of close for today. And we think about this whole Go 2020 movement in May, evangelism, your gifts and talents. There, there was this incredible sermon done at Moody Church by a guy named March Hitch Hitchcock. And, and Pastor Troy Dobbs here at Grace Church in Eden Prairie pointed me to it, and it's called Your Final Exam. And... and this individual pastor goes through six things that we will be held accountable for when we stand before the Lord. And we're not talking about eternal mm. salvation. We're talking about like when we stand before the Lord, we'll, we'll be held accountable in certain areas of our life and, and we will have rewards in heaven. 
But these six things are, and you, and you can check out the sermon, but how we treat believers in the body of Christ, and he has scripture to back up all of his points, um, how we use our money, how we effectively control our bodies, how humble we are, how faithful we are at our vocations, and then how we employ our talents. And, mm. and that's all based around Luke 19, and I'd encourage you guys to check out Luke 19. But how we employ our talents and that God has given each of us, not all equal, but he's given us all gifts and talents that are that he is requiring us to employ on his behalf for his glory. Yeah. And it, and it doesn't mean that we got to go stand, we got to evangelize everyone. No, what are your gifts and talents? How are you using them? And then God takes you from that position, positions you for evangelism. And it, it's an incredible sermon to listen to. And, 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 it, and nowhere on there is evangelism. Right. Nowhere right. on this list is evangelism. Huh. And now Pastor Troy said if he was preaching this sermon, he would have probably added in how we contribute to the Great Commission, which is so much of evangelism. But in those six points, evangelism is nowhere to be found. Mm. But are we faithful at our vocation? Are we humble? How we use our money? How we employ our talents? How we treat other believers? And, and how we control our bodies. Those, all of those things are acts of evangelism that will point others yeah. to Christ. And they ultimately will bring us to the evangelism table yes. ring whatever you Amen. might call it amen so we encourage you guys like like seek the lord right now pray about how he wants to use your gifts talents and passions and then he will do the work of positioning you for evangelism yes he will amen hey thanks guys for listening thank you jake for that love it for all that insight we love you guys we miss you guys we'll see you next time